queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. All right. Well, half of 2021 is uh, gone. Happy 4th of July. Hope everyone's enjoying their holiday. We do have a little bit of celebrating to do today because we want to honor some of the best for the year so far. But as promised, we have some unfinished business with drama that happened last week. And I'm going to start, excuse me, apologize. We're going to start with one Eddie Kingston who had to run his mouth after the Saturday AEW special. He wasn't even in the main event. And then apparently he comes out after the show to cut a promo on WWE. And I'm going to read some of this from PW Mania about what he said. He, uh, he came out and praised Omega and Jungle Boy main event. Kingston says, you will not find that on the other channel as far as like, whatever. And then... He said this about the WWE. The competition sometimes doesn't want to hear from hear their fans. Uh, I guess I'm burning another bridge. Surprise. Ladies and gentlemen, AEW cares about their fans because we're not just here to get ourselves a paycheck. We're here every week with you guys. We bust our asses because we love professional wrestling. Oh, Jolie, hang tight. Hang tight. Hang tight a second. I'm going to let Kayla in on this first. Because if I let you talk, Kayla's not going to want to get a word in edgewise. So, Kayla, <laughs> floor's yours. Um, I really don't know what to say about that. Um, you know, as a fan of AEW and WWE, you know, they have what they do. They're different ways. Um, but that was kind of a stab in the back towards WWE because, like I said, it, it didn't make no sense after – that match why would you want to say something like that after you know wrestlers just lost their job um and i've stated this before i mean i wouldn't wish anybody you know to lose their job you know because i wouldn't want to even much as i hate electrolux i wouldn't do anything to you know lose my job so you know until i had something backed up but you know yes a lot of them can go you know into the wrestling world and you know maybe pick them up because i know a few of them's getting into the indies back to the indies going back you know new japan and different stuff like that but yes wwe does call their wrestlers superstars entertainers so um but what's the difference it's still part of the wrestling community it shouldn't matter what you what people think about it so um and as far as bringing the fans back might have been a little bit too quick, but um, I will say this. Obviously, I know why. Uh, AEW Fight for the Fall on January 28th, Bojangles Coliseum, Charlotte, North Carolina. Tickets dip, uh, current, uh, the current available is 5,253. They're actually sold out with 4,131. And obviously, think about it Cody Rhodes. That's all I'm going to say. Probably, but anyway, and I will be at that event. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, it's all right. Jester, take it away. Okay. okay, so you're good. I'm good. Let Jester take okay. it away, and anything I'm, that she I'm says, good. I'll and I'll add on to it if I have to. But like I said, I have a feeling that little hamster wheel of there's just a spinning, and I can just add on to it. <laughs> all right. Court is now in session. The Honorable Jester presenting. Proceed. Okay. Quick question. He said that they work harder. They bust their ass. 
Yeah. They give the fans what they want. The fans have actually been calling for Omega, the Bucks, to lose their titles. Apparently, they're not listening. That's number one. Number two, WWE doesn't listen. No, they just gave Seth Rollins the title. They just gave Kofi Kingston the title. They just gave Becky Lynch double champions at WrestleMania 35. No, they don't listen to their fans. No. They don't, they, oh, WWE doesn't bust her ass. No, but Becky Lynch performed with a busted fucking face and a concussion. Went through everything on her feet, knocked the fuck out. No, they don't, they don't bust their ass there. I am sick of this. I could list on and on how much ass busting that the WWE does. Look at the match of Kyle O'Reilly versus Kushida this past week or uh, past two weeks ago on NXT. That was fantastic. Even the way versus uh, Pete Dunne and Oni Lurkin was fantastic. Actually, last week's Raw was also fucking fantastic. And SmackDown had one of the biggest twists at the end of it two weeks ago. The return of Edge. We finally get the one-on-one match with him and Roman Reigns. Edge, the guy that they said that could never wrestle because of his neck. Came back, won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Don't don't ever say that you bust your ass for your fans because everybody that steps into that squared circle busts their ass. They wrestle with injuries. They wrestle through birthdays. They wrestle through funerals. They wrestle through weddings, anniversaries. It doesn't matter what company you work for, Kingston. The bottom line is everybody busts their ass. And... While, yes, it seems repetitive to some of the matches the WWE is doing. But you know what? Things look like they're changing. They really do. Because guess what? They are going back to the fans. They are doing live shows because they waited to do it safely and properly via every state way. Not some backwoods, Ron DeSantis stupid way that could have gotten a lot of more people sick with COVID-19. Gotten a lot of more people dead with COVID-19, which again, I think the numbers are fudge for Florida. That's not just me saying that, that's actual facts saying it. And, you know, you want to say that you guys bust your ass for the fans, that's fine. But don't ever fucking say that your company's better because you guys bust your ass for the fans. Every wrestler in every company, whether it is in front of five fans or 500,000 fans, It doesn't matter. Every wrestler that puts on those boots busts their ass. So burning bridges, yeah. But acting like your company is the only company that has wrestlers that bust their ass is fucking bullshit. Sit down, shut up, and fuck off. Okay. And for me, it wasn't about the WWE. The fact that he said their, their wrestlers, their wrestlers are like... You know, can you, like it doesn't matter when you when you want to put down one company, you're putting down every wrestler that steps through those ropes. Exactly, because there are for every Nyla Rose and Britt Baker that they have in AEW, there's Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, Bianca, Becky, Char- uh, Sasha, Bailey, Natty, Tamina, Nia, Shayna. They can wrestle circles around every one of their fucking women, even Thunder Rosa in AEW Mission Pro. It doesn't matter. They can wrestle fucking circles around them. Mm-hmm. I am so fucking sick. Well, we are the only ones that, no, you're not, motherfucker. You had Marco and D Rogue busting their asses for pride. So don't say, well, the other company, because it doesn't matter what company is but when you say we bust our ass to me you're putting down every other wrestler that's not in aew mm-hmm. professional or indie exactly yeah <sighs> okay so mr kingston is found guilty of running his damn mouth and he needs to shut the hell up next <laughs> speaking oh. of indies when uh jolie said that wwe's female division can run circles around aews and that made me think of indies Casey Cattell, Jordan Blade, Trisha Dore could run circles around their division. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or any other, you know, indie female wrestlers out there can be, uh, can kick ass. 
And I can name D. Rowe can run circles around their men's division. Mm-hmm. Brandon Kirk oh. can run uh, circles around him. He could beat the crap out of Darby Allen in any day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, him show up with the kendo sticks, bring it on. <laughs> All right, so the other unfortunate piece. No. Do you have one more thing? Okay. Oh, it's fine. You sure? It was something Tony Khan said about treating their legends. Tony Khan is annoying the shit out of me. Tony Khan needs to know how to brush his hair. (laughs) Is it a Brillo pad or is it a Chia pad? I have no idea. (laughs) It's called spray and conditioner. Use it. Nyla, help him. You have gorgeous hair. Help him make his hair gorgeous, for God's sakes. He's trying to, he's really trying to be Kenny Omega with his hair. Nah, nah. No, but like, you know, they're, they're talking about Sting and how, oh, we're going to treat Sting better. Yeah, you give him a stunt double and cinematic matches. Okay, so he lost to, to DX. It was just a way for Vince to stick it to Ted Turner one last time. To have the NWO basically lose the DX at WrestleMania. And the injury was Seth. It was a fluke, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I was there. But don't tell me, you know, he had a decent storyline while he was here and healthy. Okay, so he lost matches. Okay, so he put over Triple H. Okay, so he put over Seth Rollins. Right now, all he's doing is being a prop for Darby Allen. And to me, somebody like Sting deserves better but you know again wwe lives rent free in their fucking heads dude amen to that okay so the unfortunate piece of business from last week that we still need to address is um they did another round of cuts unfortunately and this mainly circled around a lot of the guys from 205 live and nxt i mean guys and uh, gal included so, unfortunately, in this round, it was Killian Dane, the Bollywood Boys, uh, Marina Shafir, Arturo Ruas, Kurt Stallion, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Ever Rise, Tony Nese, uh, Rio Davari, and Austin Gray. <sighs> Kayla, what were your thoughts on the cuts and who sticks out to you the most? It's sad to see him go. Um, I will say when they first ever debuted, in WWE and NXT, I could not stand Fandango. I actually was there. I was actually at that Monday Night Raw in Greenville when he debuted. So um, that's when I got up to go get a drink because I know I wasn't going to miss anything. Uh, <laughs> but no, when they first debuted, I really didn't like neither one of them. But when they took them down to NXT and they became, you know, Brazongo, I actually loved them as a tag team. Um, it's sad, you know, to see him go, but hopefully. I have um, some new opportunities coming up for him. Uh, definitely Tyler Breeze with his um, up, up, was it up, up, down, down thing going with Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, so that's not the end of Tyler Breeze. I'm sure, you know, definitely he'll be somewhere else. Fondango will dance his way into something else. Um, unfortunately, it's definitely a heartbreaker now with Marina Shafir gone, which. You know, but I think it has a lot to do with because I've seen something that she, you know, with Roger Strong being back on the NXT, she wanted to stay home with the son. So, which I respect that. If she wants to spend more time with the family while he's, you know, respect that. Um, she wasn't really, she wasn't being used. Um, so you will be missed, Marina. Unfortunately, we still unfortunately won't get our dream match, but hopefully later down the line, we can. Um but the one that really kind of stung was Killian Dane. Um, a lot of people um, was never, I know a lot of people was never really a fan of the Sanity stable, but um, I absolutely loved them. I got to see them live one time during a SmackDown a couple years ago when they were in Green, uh, right before they broke them up in Greenville. And unfortunately, I was the only person in that whole arena cheering for them. So, um, so. With that being true, that he's because Eric was gone, and then Alexander Wolf not too long ago got released, mm-hmm. and now Killian Dane. So only leaves Nikki. So hopefully, 
hopefully they can continue to push her, keep her going, because WWE, you dropped the bomb on us when it comes to Nikki. You better run, Mr. Vince McMahon or whoever, uh, Nick Khan or whoever, whatever your name is. You better run because I'm coming for you. Because don't push somebody because you have a habit of pushing somebody. And then all of a sudden, up, oh, you're released. Really? No. So, um, yeah, I think out of all of them, Killian Dane was probably the one that was like, oh. And I was just happening, you know, laying in the bed of a hotel in Pigeon Forge. And my mom's like, she was on her phone. And we were watching, uh, matter of fact, we were watching the AEW Dynamite. And it was like, and I was going through, I said, oh, shit. And she's like, what? I said, because we were going by the list. I said, they released Killian Dane. She goes, what? So she was freaking out. So, because she even kind of started liking um, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane, you know. Yeah. As a tag team, you know. And she's like, I never thought I would say that. But she was enjoying it. And now, poor little Drake. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to him now. Probably get more ass whoopings down the line. Who knows? So, um, Who knows? But guys and gal, Marina, um, I wish you the best. I'm not going to say future endeavors because here lately I've hate that word. But um, good luck in your next steps, your new adventures. Um, as a huge wrestling fan, I support you all in your decisions you make. And hopefully you can get out there and shine bright. And don't go to was it New York, somewhere in the United States and take street showers like Braun Strowman and Mojo Raleigh did. That was kind of weird. But uh <laughs> oh y'all didn't see that? I'm not even gonna ask. Just I'll have to send you all the video. But yeah, just I think they were living on the edge. So if you want to live on the edge, live on the edge. I'm good. But, <laughs> but I'm gonna say if you all want to live on the edge, just live on the edge. But um I wish you all the best and we'll miss you. So stay strong. We got you. And if any of you want to just to come on and just rant, rave, talk about wrestling, reach out to us on Twitter at QT Bow Down, and we love to hear what you have to say. And on that note, Chester, floor is yours. I love the hypocrisy of the fans that are so upset about the 205 guys live, 205 live guys getting cut when they never even fucking watch 205 live. Um, the ones, you know, Tyler Breeze, uh, Fandango, um, Killian Dane were the ones that kind of like, you know, got Jeffy Bo seeing Tony Nese get let go because I was there when he won the cruiserweight championship at WrestleMania 35. And I got a really cool picture of him. Um, like it had, it was him holding the title on the ring buckle, but you saw the replay behind him. It was really cool. Um, so that one, that one kind of sucked because I could have seen him, you know, maybe coming up and working with uh, Cedric since they're both cruiserweights, since they know how to do all that cool stuff, work with Drew again. Um, I was kind of happy that Gulak was not included in that. Thank God. Um, Killian, he's going to land on his feet. He's going to be okay. Tyler and uh, Fandango, they're going to be okay. All those, and honestly, all those guys are going to be okay. Does it suck? Yes. But like uh, the boss lady said, Vince, Nick, you come after Nikki, you better run. I got a baseball bat, a Louisville slugger that's got your kneecaps names on them. But again, I just love the hypocrisy of the fans. Like, oh my God, they let go of the 205 Live guys. Did you ever watch it? Did you? You know their names? Oh, you don't? Um, I did like the fact that Tony Nese thought that Scrap Daddy, Adam Pierce, uh, he thought that he hated him at first, but uh, Adam replied to him on Twitter saying, no, I just hated the fact that you could eat a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's and still have abs like that. <laughs> and, jealous of that. And, and as for Marina, like whether she asked for her release or, you know, unfortunately, as she was kind of taking up roster space for other women to come in because she has been injured, she has been taking care of her son. I uh, I feel bad that she is gone, but you know, Roddy's still there, and I can't wait to see what he does. Sorry, um, but yeah, no, I it, it we did lose our our eventual dream match. They really dropped the ball on that one, but um, maybe we'll get the other one of uh, Kaylee Ray, Rhea, Bianca, and Raquel. 
I'll take that one too. That's all I really got to say. It's like the fact that it, it, the, again, this really goes back to like, you know, what Kenny Kingston said. It, it was so like, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Oh, sorry. I said, Kenny? Did I say Kenny? Yeah. I just combined him and Omega. They're both, <laughs> they both talk out their asses and they're both jackasses. So, um, no, so uh, whatever what Kingston said, like, you know, we don't work for paychecks. That felt like that was a shot at the people that just got fired. Read the room, bro. You, you don't got to be constantly spouting bullshit because um, no offense. If you weren't wrestling for a paycheck, how would you be living? And it's just like um, somebody on Twitter, like Chansman, you kind of say it's kind of like bullshit like that and everything that kind of divides that divides the wrestling fans and everything. But but unfortunately releases it's like it's something we're we're a little bit used to with wwe and everything three times in one year is a bit much but 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 again we're coming out of a pandemic and the only reason why tony hasn't really released anybody because daddy has the purse strings and nobody seems to understand that daddy has the purse strings yeah and you know Again, they talk about the Saudi blood money that Vince took. Look into where Daddy Khan got his money and then come talk to me. All right. Let's have some fun here. All right. So I reached out. I I sent out a tweet on Twitter from our podcast page. Since half the year is gone already, let's let's honor the best for the year so far. Best female wrestler, best male wrestler, best tag team, newcomer, wrestling promotion, match of the year. I'm going to read through a couple of the responses I've gotten so far, and then I'm going to come to y'all for to get some of your, y'all's answers and everything. So, starting off with at Chat Grapple Pops, he said they said favorite 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 female wrestler of the year is Bailey, male wrestler. And oh, by the way, I on the tweet I said indie and pro promotions are can be included, so you might see a lot of indies with this. So favorite male wrestler is Sunset Skip. Uh, tag team Varsity Blondes. Uh, they didn't have a favorite newcomer. Uh, favorite, favorite wrestling promotion is SmackDown. Uh, match of the year, uh, Mako and Kaylee Ray won. Okay. And then at Irish McNeil BC, favorite female wrestler, Britt Baker. Uh, favorite male wrestler, Roman Reigns. Favorite tag team, uh, John, uh, Mox and Kingston. They don't have a newcomer either. Uh, favorite wrestling promotion, New Japan. Match of the year, Osprey and Sh- versus Shingo. Um, that yeah, it's new from New Japan and everything. All right, so I got a lot more to read into, but like I said, I want to try to get some of y'all's answers for some of these first and everything. So, Jolie. Yes. Your favorite female wrestler of the year so far is? I got to go with the Mad Queen herself, Charlotte Flair. Okay, interesting. Um, I just felt like since she's come back, she's been more intriguing, more, um, you know, she's just, I could have taken the easy route with Bianca, Sasha, all of them. But I just think that the, with the return of uh, Charlotte, there is just, some intrigue there there's a lot of like she's definitely upped her heel status next to bailey she is one of the best female heels right now we have in the company very true so my female so far the year is charlotte because i can't say becky because the bitch is still on (laughs) becky for the love of god please come back (laughs) all right kayla all right your favorite go ahead (laughs) Favorite female. It's kind of funny that Jolie said Charlotte because I'm kind of bouncing off of that a little bit and going Rhea Ripley because I kind of like how this whole thing with her and Charlotte's going back and forth. Um, I am a big fan of Charlotte. Always have, always will be. But I'm intrigued to see where this whole Ripley versus Flair is going. So favorite female wrestler, Rhea Ripley. All right, I know Jolie said this is going to be one of the easy ways out and everything, but I don't care. I'm going with Bianca because it's like her SmackDown has had her tattoo on it this entire year so far. From the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, she just won Hell in a Cell against Bailey, even though Bailey pinned her the 
the following SmackDown on a mixed tag match and everything. Ugh, I want that one over with already. But um, she's definitely coming uh, to her own a little bit more since she uh, got brought up from NXT and everything. And so, um, yeah, it's like Sasha's a close second. And y'all know me. I love Sasha and everything. But it's like Sasha's a, Sasha's a close second. But um, so far for me, it's like Bianca all the way. <sighs> All right, so let me kind of skip this, uh, skip down this list a little bit. Um, Kayla, does a newcomer stand out on stand out to? There's, is there a newcomer that stands out to you so far? Um, I don't know if you would classify him as a newcomer, um, but Jake Jake Atlas, I've really have is really starting to like him, and you know, especially the whole time when he when the whole L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes was going back and forth, and he's going out there and pinning them like you know no big deal but um if I just if I had to put someone in there as a newcomer like I said I, I don't know if he would be classified as one but um I'm gonna put Jake Atlas in this because I really am enjoying him in NXT and I'm really excited for him teaming up with Mercedes Martinez so I think that would be one hell of a tag team yeah yeah that, I, that's gonna be a good one all right Jolie newcomer Carmelo mm-hmm. Hayes his match with um with Adam Cole a couple weeks ago, I was on the edge of my seat that entire match. It really was going back and forth. Um, he sold like a motherfucker. The Cole sold his moves. It was one of those matches where I could not stop watching. Like I was glued to my TV set as soon as it started. And I even said so, and he retweeted it. So that was kind of cool. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, um, Carmelo Hayes, definitely. I think he... The, past couple times that he's been coming up on the show he has really stepped up and has literally just put everything into it so yeah i pick on all hayes all right uh i'm gonna stick with nxt as well and everything and i'm gonna go with one zoe stark zoe stark um because it's like when she got signed i knew who she was because i just saw because i had just recently saw her um in december in buda wrestling for the mission pro title and so when she got signed, it's like, I was like amazed and everything. And then the way that she's been ele- able to elevate herself since she's gotten on to TV and everything, she was part of the initial women's uh, Dusty Cup. Um, she's had wins over, um, she's had some great matches. She picked up a win against Tony Storm and it's like she's really done an amazing job so far. And I know like her stock is just going to keep going up. So I cannot wait to see what else comes in her path. I also love her team with EO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like that. It's like, <laughs> I like, I like after they got jumped, after they had that like a um, couple weeks ago when they had that little uh, spat in the ring and everything with like, can't like not can't, it's like uh, Raquel and, Dakota, and then um, there's one other team. Shotzi. Yeah, thank you. Shotzi and Ember. It's like afterwards, they did a video afterwards. It's like Zoe's going off and everything like that. And then EO comes by, goes off in Japanese, and then Zoe says what she said. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like they have mutual respect for each other, which makes for amazing chemistry. So it's like, yeah, that is definitely a good tag team. But then EO, I respect you, but I don't like you. Does she like anybody besides Oscar and Kyrie? At this rate, I don't think so. I don't think she likes Poppy. herself. Oh, oh she Poppy. likes Poppy. Yeah, that's true. Poppy. <laughs> All right, let me get some of these. Uh, let me get some of these answers. Still, uh, let me shout out. Go through a couple more of these. Okay, so Mr. Ryan Romano at the True CB. Uh, I see a lot of Indy on this and everything uh, because he's a big. Um, He's a big fan of Mission Pro. But favorite female wrestler, uh, Thunder Rosa. Favorite male wrestler, Izzy James. Tag team, Legion. Uh, newcomer, Layla Gray. Favorite wrestling promotion, Mission Pro. And match of the year, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, the non-sanctioned match. Ugh, what else? Uh, let's see here. All right. And then at Wrestling by W, uh, favorite female wrestler, Serena Deeb. Favorite male wrestler, Roman Reigns. Favorite tag team, Grizzled Young Vets. Why? They're better than the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, still annoying. Um, 
favorite newcomer, he put Miro to AEW. I guess it counts. Uh, favorite promotion, AEW. And then favorite match, uh, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. And that's WrestleMania for sure. Alrighty. Okay, hold on. Okay, I think I missed this match. I, I don't remember this match. But anyways, favorite female wrestler. <laughs> uh, Jolie's not going to like this one. Nia Jax. Kayla, that ain't me. <laughs> this is from at next Metropolis. Okay, so favorite female wrestler, Nia Jax. This is according to their liking. Uh, favorite male wrestler, Roman Reigns. Uh Favorite tag team, they put two, Natalia Tamina and RK Bro. Let's see. Uh, favorite newcomer, Reka Tahaki, Tahaka, excuse me, and Miro. Um, they didn't put a promotion. And then Roman Reigns versus Edge. We haven't gotten that one-on-one yet. I'm guessing they're predicting that it's going to be their match of the year, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see. Let me read through one more and I'll say the rest of these. Okay, so at Bobby 0619208, let's see. Favorite female wrestler, Gypsy Mac. Favorite wrestling promotion, Mission Pro. Favorite newcomer, Charity Kane. Match of the year, uh, this is all indie. Uh, Marsha Slamovich and La Rosa Negra, uh, Mission Pro for the Mission Pro Championship. Okay, so Jolie, your favorite male wrestler of the year so far is? Don't say Roman, don't say Roman. We are not acknowledging Roman. <laughs> She's going to say This it. gesture does not acknowledge the head of the table. He can go sit at the kitty table for all I fucking care. My male wrestler of the year um, is not honestly, Seth Rollins. Somebody's going to get a chocolate dick in the mail. Um, <laughs> actually, no. I'm, I'm going to make people really angry. Um, I'm going to actually say Bobby Lashley. I think he has put on some fantastic matches. Him and MVP together as manager wrestler have put on a fantastic show. And the fact that the women that they pick for his, um, his entourage are all shapes, sizes, and colors. I absolutely love it. Bobby has been killing it since he's become champion. And um, uh, second would be uh, Drew McIntyre as well from Raw. So I'm going Bobby Lashley. All right. Kayla? Say Roman, say Roman, say Roman, say Roman, say Roman. I will acknowledge the head table. I will not acknowledge the head table. (laughs) No, she'll acknowledge the kitty table. She'll say Seth Rollins. I am not going to acknowledge the visionary either. Um, Anyway. Favorite male wrestler of the year. I'm going to have to go with Karrion Cross. Um, <laughs> no, I know it's going to be either Finn or Karrion. Well, I'm going to say Karrion Cross because the way you know everything is going to NXT, way he's you know cutting the promos, cut you know doing the matches, standing up. Um, it's just I just like what's going on with him right now, and then I'm also gonna say if I had to pick a second one, I am actually going to agree with Jolie on Bobby Lashley, because, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I'm kind of yes, it's a little annoying. He can be a little annoying right now with it, everything a little cocky, especially with MVP, you know. But um, at least it's not Leo Rush them doing ass poses. This is true, <laughs> but um, so basically, I think it's a tie between Cross and Lashley. So, okay. and actually, I have a runner-up for uh, favorite female, um, and I can't believe I forgot her. Liv Morgan. Ooh. Liv. Okay. Her match against Carmella a couple weeks ago to get in the Money in the Bank ladder match, fucking fantastic. Liv, ever since losing Ruby, has been killing it, and um, she's actually my pick to win the Money in the Bank contract. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely get to that one later <laughs> not today obviously we'll get to two that weeks later. Or one week next week i don't know what what day is it uh I, I, it's coming up soon <laughs> all right favorite male um if robin would wrestle as many times as he runs his mouth or have payment runs his mouth run his mouth for him and everything he would qualify as fame favorite wrestler of the year but he doesn't so okay 
that's in my eyes at least um so technically Haman could win it for him uh, yeah, Haman right. would run like a little bitch because he'd be afraid and just say, "Here, take the title. You're the new champ." Exactly. So Roman would be fucking screwed, <laughs> right? All right. Uh, yeah, it's a toss up. It's a toss up with me between Bobby and Drew because it's like both of them have been carrying carrying it so far all year long and everything. So yeah, there's not much more to say about that. <laughs> all right, so. Kayla, tag team. Uh, plain and simple. And you can go like anywhere. Like I know, I know, I know. I, I, I know we're all WWE, mainly WWE and everything. But it's like if you have one out elsewhere, feel free. Well, I ain't for favorite tag team. I sure hell ain't gonna say the Young Bucks. Um, no, Jolie will. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the young fucking assholes get off the fucking belt, you dumb fucks. <laughs> Which, and honestly, I think they sh- those titles should have gone to best friends a long time ago, but that's a different story. Um, favorite tag team. I'm going to have to jump back to the wonderful black and gold brand. M-S-K. Because I absolutely love Wesley. I've loved Nash Carter ever since they won the Dusty Classic, ever, you know, up to them getting those titles at a stand and deliver, you know, just everything what they're doing, the teaming up with Brunson Reed, the fact to standing in the corner of the ring with Beth Phoenix eating popcorn, you know, it's just everything they do with them. Yeah. Everything they have done is just amazing. And they're absolutely amazing in the ring. And, you know, they're probably one of the very few tag teams that I've seen here lately that, what was it? One of the matches cannot remember which one it was where Lee was getting ready to tap out and Carter really grabbed his hand. Like, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. You ain't tagging. You know, we, you're not. You're not tapping out. You're not. You know, giving up. Right. You know, they. So, um, favorite tag team of the year is definitely MSK for me. Alrighty, Jolie. Okay, I have two. One female, one male. Um, favorite female tag team is uh, Shati and Ember. I absolutely love them together. Uh, it's elevated both of their careers, in my opinion. They have. Ember has found another gear, and Shotzi has just blown me away. And um, for tag teams, um, so I would go MSK, but I want to be a little bit different. Uh, I would like to go with the team that um, you didn't think was going to be a team. Oh, I, I know got, where you're going. I, I know got, where you're going. I got to go Bro, man. Oh, they, Lord. They have... I'm sorry, like, I, when I see them on screen together, and I know it's the, like, the oddest of odd couples, they just <laughs> fucking make me laugh, dude, and sometimes when you, you just need to laugh, like, they're just the perfect tag team to just make you bust out laughing, so and whether they break up soon or not, I think right now, like, they were just, they, they, they're killing it in their little thing, and, um, I think honorable mention should be uh, the returning Viking Raiders because uh, hopefully they're going to be going for the tag title soon. Right. I actually thought, because you said the team that you never thought would be and everything, I thought you were honestly going to say Ciampa and Thatcher. That's what I was thinking at first, too, that yeah. you said that one. So, I, like, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say that. But I would have to give kudos to them, too. You know, you know oh. I've always been a Ciampa. Fan, Chimpa, uh, Chompa fan, but you know, Thatcher had always, you know, got on my nerves, but I'm kind of digging that tag team. So when it comes to sadism, they're the best tag team for that. And like, you know, I love whatever they do, but um, when I, you know, sometimes I just need to laugh, especially on Mondays because it's fucking Monday. Um, you know, when I'm sitting here editing and I just, I like, I have it on. And they, those two just pop up on my screen. And I just, I have to fucking laugh because I have, I, I wonder I, what the fuck is Randy doing? But, you know, sometimes the most non-conventional teams <laughs> become the best teams. Mm-hmm. That's like, very true. Like Ciampa and Thatcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so no, I definitely agree with you about Ember and Shotzi and everything. Those two together are 
crazy and I love them. And they're, it's like this beard's like together. It's just like totally mesh and everything. Um, somebody mentioned this on one of the responses that I got and everything. And even though it was only like two or three matches that they did together in AEW, Moxley and Eddie Kingston were actually a pretty good team. And it's like, I'm pissed as hell that they didn't get the titles from the Young Bucks that match because, Well, I think the only reason why they did it, it didn't is because as much as I don't like Eddie right now because of the words that came out of his mouth, he doesn't suck their dicks like some of the people backstage might do to get the title shots or get the titles themselves. So no matter how much Cody says that they don't play politics or don't do all the backstage politicking, um, they do. And Eddie's the type of person that doesn't put up with the politicking, which is evident in his career. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that was like, if I'm not mistaken, Kayla helped me out with this. Was that Moxley's last match before he went out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I could kind of understand why they didn't put the tag titles on him because he was going to step away anyway, because Renee was about too soon. But still, it's just like, damn. Can some can someone really get those titles off the Young Bucks already? Fuck. But no, their name. I do. I do love what um, Mox and uh, Renee named a baby. Oh, I, what what they named the baby? Um, it was supposed. To, I can't remember exactly. I cannot remember exactly what Renee had said, but it's off of one of her. Is it her grandmother? It's one of her family members that was named Eleanor, and they named her Nora. Aww. I don't know what her middle name is, but I know her first name was Nora. Aww, I like so. that. And uh, yeah, speaking of that, congrats to both uh, Brandy and Cody for Liberty and John and Renee for Nora. So, Aww. all these <laughs> baby popping, and I ain't gonna be a baby popping. Sorry. Oh my god. I recently okay okay, speaking of babies and wrestling and everything, I recently saw a video um when someone did a re- gender reveal. It was out on a front lawn and it was a wrestling match. It was team boy versus team girl. It was like hilarious. And it's like you even had like an interference with the referee getting distracted, somebody coming in with a chair. <laughs> so it's so it's like that one had to be like highly staged, but it was hilarious. And it's like <laughs> that's a nice idea. That is a cool you gotta look it up. You gotta you gotta look at WWE gender reveal. You gotta look it up. Okay, so I got a couple more responses here. So at Mission Pro Bro, who's, uh, this is Jeremiah. He's one of the co-owners of Mission Pro. So a lot of these are Mission Pro related. So favorite female, Thunder Rosa. Favorite male, Chandler Hawkins. Uh, tag team, you have the Renegade Twins, Robin and Charlotte. Uh, newcomer, uh, Zicky Dice and Ava Wild, and then pro promotion uh, mission pro and then match of the year thunder rosa and Britt baker and then the last one i have okay at sir fester b favorite female wrestler bird vixen favorite male wrestler joe alonzo um favorite tag team rk bro newcomer hollywood Haley j who's annoying as fuck um Favorite wrestling promotion, WWE, NXT, and then match of the year, Tiffany versus Roxy. I don't know what event that was at and everything. Okay. All right. So, okay. So a couple more on here. Um, Jolly, I think I, I think I know what you're going to say on this, but uh, favorite wrestling promotion? Let's make it official. NXT. That's what I thought. Kayla? NXT. Uh, Cat. NXT, SmackDown, close second. But yeah, SmackDown's always going to be close second. But Raw, like I said, Raw's been kind of picking up, but when it comes to consistently putting on TV shows, it's been NXT, and the the return of Samoa Joe has elevated NXT, in my opinion. 
Oh, we need to get a pull going on about how long it's going to be before he actually gets in the ring. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. They keep hinting at too many possible matches, especially if he goes, if he faces off with, um, does a stare down with Pete Dunn again. All right, Jolie. If you have more than one answer for this, I understand. So far in 2021, your match of the year. It's actually very hard. Um, I'm actually going, I have two. Um, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember and Shotzi for the tag titles, where Ember and Shotzi won them from Dakota and Raquel. Mm-hmm. And then I am going to say this one. This this is actually very tough because there's actually been a lot of good matches. Um, I'm gonna have to go Sasha and Bianca WrestleMania 35. So oh yeah, 38. Sorry, we were talking about 35 earlier ish. Yeah, we were talking about Tony. I was talking. Wait, about wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. 36. Hold on. When did we? Just- 37. 37. 37. Okay. Don't mind us. We've gone to the future. <laughs> um no uh just those honestly i feel that besides a few of the men it has been the women of nxt and wwe holding everything together so um my favorite matches are by the women so all right kayla um i'm gonna agree with jolie there's a lot of good matches to actually drop them down to like just one um but i'm gonna have two as well uh, first one is going to be Natty and Tamina winning the tag team titles away from Jackson Baszler because they made that history-making moment for their two families. Well-deserved. Very tear-jerky because when they cried, I cried. I was happy for them. <laughs> um, and obviously this next match, you'll probably have an idea. I'm going to say it because, but I honestly, truthfully thought it was one hell of a match. One or two. Hang on. One hell of a match. So I'm going with NXT stand and deliver main event night two, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross at the NXT championship talking about, yes, people, those are my two favorites, but having them in the ring, I was going to be happy with the outcome. No matter what those two tore up the ring, it was constant back and forth. Um, and when, you know, he became the two times. So those are two, my two matches because definitely they were on the edge of the seat and they were constant back and forth. It was no giving up. Till you know it was time to give up. So um, those are probably my two favorite matches of the year. All right. Um, actually, I have three. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Sasha and Bianca at WrestleMania, one of my favorites and everything. Um, I'm gonna go night two stand and deliver also, but I'm actually gonna go with the unsanctioned match between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly because. They tore each other the fuck up on that one. And then the third one, I'm actually going to go back to January because after this match happened, I was like going, this match better be on the top 25 of the year list or else I'm going to be pissed as hell. And that was um, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Uh, Yes, Drew won, but it's just like that match. It's like it was a banger. To, uh, to finish off Raw for the night and it was like Keith Lee made his statement like he does, did belong does belong and on Raw and in the title picture and I just I, I cannot wait for that man to come back <sighs> yikes that was a long list <laughs> oh man oh so, Jolie, you said earlier and everything your uh, your pick for right now for the women's money in the bank is uh, live and everything. Do you have an early favor for the men's? I wouldn't mind seeing Ricochet. That's a good one. Yeah, no, I think uh, Ricochet um, is definitely one to watch, to be perfectly honest. I feel that he's got a lot to prove and he's been killing it in ring so yeah now he's definitely stepped up recently how funny is it that i mean i um 
yeah, it's like I'm actually I'm gonna hold off on this one because it's like I I found I found it funny at that end of that episode of Raw. It's like at um it's like Riddle got into the match, but Randy hadn't at that time, so it's just like <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but um, like I have a feeling like like some shenanigans is gonna happen for um Randy to get into the match. Uh, like maybe you know Riddle's like. I, I cost you your match you can get the spot or some shit like that and i just have a feeling like you know cedric ali they're gonna pull some shenanigans to try to get in there and maybe injure somebody you know so we'll have to wait and see but yeah and i'm gonna say one last i'm gonna say one thing real quick before we sign off and everything if she's not injured or if she hasn't asked for time away or if she's not in the same boat as Keith Lee right now and everything. Can we please see Mia on Friday nights? Helen, get her into the damn ladder match. I mean, you you can't really don't have really enough women on Friday nights for qualifiers anyway. So it's like, can we see Mia on Friday nights, please? This is ridiculous. I oh, don't no. get this. I one hundred percent agree. Um like I don't know what they're doing with her, like I mean, I know she she had issues with her puppy, so maybe they were trying to make sure she was able to take care of him. Um, but, you know, it's like, okay, can she come back? It was funny, like, uh, like they're trying to upload something for BRE, and Sh- Shayna's like, good old Spectrum. And then Mia's like, can, do you want me to call them up again? <laughs> so, like, she must be the one that calls them when, when shit goes bad when she used to live with them. I know, right? Damn. It's like hell. It's like the other day for work, my internet was going in and out and everything. So it's like unfucking believable. All righty. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>